0: Al Anonymous. I'm Al, and I have a very special guest with me today. She's here to talk about codependency with Hi. me. Um, her name is Dasha Nekrasova. Hi, Al. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Glad to be on Al Anonymous. Yeah, I know, right? It's such an honor. <laughs> it's um, I'm honored you thought of me when you yeah, found yeah. out you were codependent yeah you're the first person i thought to <laughs> thought to tell when i found out that i was codependent which is a was a brand new thing that i learned from my therapist sorry to hear is this is a new therapist yes it is okay. and so and she's she still doesn't really know anything about me
1: yeah but that's just a, that's a diagnosis she threw out she yeah
0: she thought i i should go to a A Coda meeting, which is Codependent Anonymous. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. It Um, seems
1: like a great way to meet codependent people, though.
0: True. I haven't thought of that.
1: (laughs) How slaw is a great place to meet sex addicts.
0: You know what? You're right. (laughs) You're right. Well, when I was going to AA meetings. Like, everyone there was so hot. But you weren't allowed to date each other. I feel like you're not allowed to. No, of course not. But... 13th stepping, yeah. Yeah.
1: But they're... You know, you're all there because you have bad boundaries. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You
1: could see how things get out of control.
0: But yeah, CODA, SLAW. And, um, like, right at the beginning of quarantine, uh, I had, like, a phone session with her, which lasts, like, 15 minutes. Or Mm -hmm. 5 to 15 minutes. Because I'm just like... I okay you're not so she tells me so she's like how how have you been I'm like kind of depressed just like eating in bed and she was like well you should really check out this um great meeting for overeaters anonymous and I was like "Uh, um
1: does she not know that you had to go to anorexia camp?" yeah
0: the reason that she's my therapist is because I had to go to anorexia camp yeah Um, because your last therapist, she broke up with me after sending me to anorexia camp,
1: which was, uh, one of her conditions to keep treating you. Yeah. She,
0: um, wow, what a bitch broke my heart and I am still mourning that loss. Okay. So I was telling, I was telling my new therapist, talking about my mom, my mom issues, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was just like, I had like this mother-daughter relationship with my former therapist mm. and I was crying about that. And then she was like, something about how my mom like doesn't validate me. So I look for validation anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And she said, I think you are in a codependent relationship with the validation that you get from others. And I was like, I, I don't know if that's codependency more than like dependency. Right. Uh,
1: well, what's the difference? See, I've always used codependent incorrectly to refer to just kind of um, like an intense uh, relationship wherein you guys are like have poor boundaries and spend too much time together. Yeah. But really it's more about kind of like one person enabling.
0: Oh, it's just one person. No,
1: it's about a relationship dynamic, but the dynamic specifically is like, like people are codependent often with alcoholics because they like have to take care of them or uh-huh. enable them in all these various ways. And so then they form like, so it's like a munch a dependent
0: kind of attachment not for
1: exactly but al-anon is a lot of has a lot of codependent personalities.
0: Interest, interesting interesting
1: because they specifically they want to be with alcoholics right, and drug right. addicts because the, they're like they need so much taken care of and it makes them feel useful and loved oh to have wow. someone in their life that depends on them
0: Oh, my God, that's so sad. And
1: that's a kind of validation for them as well. But it sounds like what your therapist was describing is
0: kind of yeah. different. Well, she said, yeah. I Maybe I, I, I don't know what codependent... I always thought codependency was when, like, you're in a relationship with someone and there's, there's something about the other person that you need, like, you need them for. And they, like... Or it's just like you can't break this um, mm-hmm. cycle, like you can't be apart or something. Yeah,
1: that's it's but, that's also how I would use it, but it's I think it's actually different. Well, Excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support on account of an illness or addiction.
0: Wow, so it's
1: in the in the ballpark, but not not quite. Huh. But yeah, I've definitely you know been in relationships especially when i was younger where i like couldn't be apart from my partner Mm -hmm. but there wasn't necessarily a codependent dynamic in play
0: right right
1: like i've definitely because i'm neither a particularly good caretaker nor am i well can you be co so can you nor nor are you what sorry nor do I like really need I guess that much validation from my romantic part I definitely need validation oh god me
0: too like all the time always from wherever I can get it but um
1: many codependents place a lower priority on their own needs while being excessively preoccupied with the needs of others can't really can't can relate I I feel like I
0: feel like for me it's like the opposite like I would like to be taken care of so yeah
1: so you're I guess both parties are technically I'm the alcoholic
0: yeah I mean I've definitely like been like dating someone and like he goes to work and I'm just like in his bed all day waiting for him to like get home right like not doing anything for myself and just like that's like all I live for is just him. Um.
1: Codependents often find themselves in relationships where their primary role is that of a rescuer, supporter, and confidant. They're dependent on the other person's poor functioning to satisfy their own emotional needs. It sounds like so, you're the poorly functioning one. Wow. Okay. And perhaps you engage in codependent relationship dynamics, but the your partners tend to maybe be codependent, be more codependent. Yeah
0: wow oh yeah because that's what she Mm -hmm. said she was like um this is how she uh explained it to me because of like my need for validation it um and it turns into like attention seeking behavior and it attracts a certain kind of person okay um who can be withholding or controlling and that's why it's um something that you need to a behavior you need to break and now i'm thinking if controlling and um withholding is like um like a symptom of being codependent is it like no i think per
1: the typical definition they would be like really clingy loving and, and really needy right. and really like self-sacrificing basically Huh. The classic kind of I think about people people who are borderline and like narcissists, you know, kind of being the ideal kind of That is a codependent. Okay. okay.
0: I've definitely dated
1: those narcissists. Oh for, yes. Yeah. Yes. And they maybe
0: withholding.
1: Yeah. And then in turn trigger some kind of I don't totally believe in borderline
0: as a diagnosis. I don't even it's not a real diagnosis. I don't even know if I really believe in bipolar. To be honest, like, yeah. it, I, I just think it's lo- too loosely diagnosed. And borderline, I feel like, was made up by a man. Right. Like, just, like, to call that's women chicks, hysterical. Yeah,
1: that's why chicks usually, usually get it. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's uh, very
0: contagious amongst women. Right. Wait, <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> that reminds me, when I was in, like, anorexia camp uh-huh. the literal like psych ward eating disorder unit but um there was this like one intern guy and he, he was very interested in the correlation between eating disorders and borderline personality disorder uh-huh. and i was like oh yeah that's what you're interested in like you asshole and i would just like talk shit on him to like all ever all the staff and they hated him too
1: well yeah that <laughs> makes i mean yeah borderlines <laughs> typically have low self-esteem yeah
0: that's yeah what so borderline means what it means like you think irrationally like one person it's in a, your eyes is like bad and another one is good
1: it's a cluster b personality disorder like bipolar right. where it's um it's characterized by like intense kind of neediness and then like emotionally volatile basically the classic example being like if you leave me i'll kill myself is sort of oh the, yeah the borderline i've script.
0: definitely i'm guilty of, of, of uh, threatening that in my very much 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 long ago yeah much longer ago I'm but much healthier now than, yeah, than I for used sure. To be. But
1: I've definitely exhibited borderline I, behaviors <laughs> at various too. points. But they come from like yeah, from falling in love with narcissists mm-hmm. who then you enter into this dynamic that makes you feel so alienated and like yeah. dependent and on dependent them. And dependent on
0: them if the and if they leave then like I'll yeah, yeah. I'd rather like die. I can't live without you. Require, yeah. That's what they need. Ew, I hate them. A lot of them. sacrifice. Can can narcissists like
1: change? <laughs> Interesting. I mean, anyone can
0: change ostensibly. Or, I, I'm that's still up in the air for me. <laughs> but I no, people can change. People can grow if they actually work on it. Yeah, you have to want to get better. Yeah, but I think with the narcissists, they don't think that there's anything wrong with them.
1: No. Like. They usually will,
0: or they're proud of being a narcissist. I don't know.
1: I think it doesn't occur to
0: them. They, uh, they maybe. just don't care. Yeah. They like don't consider other people. They lack empathy. Yeah. Yeah. In a serious way.
1: Why did you think of me when you, yeah. uh, when your therapist told you you were codependent?
0: <laughs> um because i don't know um well it was like the validation thing like on the internet yeah but that could be anyone but i don't know i thought of you just because you always seem to have a boyfriend really yeah and i uh perpetually don't i so it was confusing to me to be called to be considered codependent so i I wanted to let you know that i'm could be.
1: I definitely am coupled more frequently than I am not. Mm-hmm. I think, but I haven't. I hadn't had a. I haven't had a boyfriend until my current relationship for like six months. I guess. That's or so.
0: That's a long span.
1: July was when my la- July of last year was when my previous relationship ended.
0: Uh huh. And was is six months like the so longest? Six to
1: eight. Um. I was like mostly single for a year after my when I was like twenty five, but I had like you know relationships, but nothing that was like yeah like boyfriend, a boy, a boyfriend figures. Style.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to keep boyfriend figures around, of course. Um, I for wouldn't. the validation. Yeah, <laughs> for the validation, and also like to so I can get things done. Yeah. Like hang some shelves. Men are so helpful. They really are. And they love being helpful generally.
1: Well, I am like in that regard, I do kind of exhibit helplessness, sometimes performatively. Yeah. To get assist. It's Yeah. I think in general I'm usually the low functioning partner.
0: I'm always the low functioning partner. (laughs) I, unless like a nar- narcissism counts as like no that's like high functioning like
1: no you can be low functioning and be a narcissist you can be a negative narcissist narcissists don't necessarily have to have like a positive view of themselves they can be like totally steeped in self-loathing as long as they're really obsessed with themselves
0: wow maybe oh my god maybe you're a narcissist I'm not a narcissist. not a narcissist I'm obsessed with myself but I also like but you're desperate for love I don't know about love just attention and validation I think that's maybe where it's different for me because like I I mean like I I do like being in love and falling in love it's so fun what's your favorite kind of attention to get (laughs) any um no (laughs) I mean I like I like good attention I like when people are telling me that um I'm uh, I Honestly, I feel like I I like when people comment on my physical features more so than like
1: you like being yeah or objectified more than yeah you like. I guess
0: objectified that's what I prefer being
1: yeah validated for your
0: for mind, my or? mind or my co- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, val- Honestly, I really like va- validation. Obviously, for men, any man, yeah, and strangers is great. Um, but negative attention gay is guys. gay guys. Yeah,
1: for sure. Some of my some of my faves.
0: Yeah, I love to have a lot of gay guys um, affirm that I um, am great. Yeah, <laughs> I like to be.
1: I like to be told I'm funny. Oh, yeah. And I like to be told that I have, um, that I'm talented or valuable.
0: Oh, those are good ones.
1: Being valuable is a big, a big one for me.
0: Valuable. But the more. Never got, I've never gotten that one.
1: I feel like I've sort of, maybe I finally got enough attention. Yeah. <laughs> in becoming a
0: podcaster.
1: Right. So now you don't need it anymore? I mean, I'm sure if I was deprived, I still would. But I have, I've reached kind of a...
0: So you just have a constant flow.
1: Yeah. And it's actually quite tedious.
0: Is it? How?
1: I just don't. It's changed the way that I use the internet in a way that, I don't know. Really? I don't like, yeah.
0: So would you, did you prefer...
1: I miss just like going online and hanging out with my friends, mm-hmm. and, you know, and now interacting basically with
0: yeah, a yeah, small for sure, circle
1: of people that I had. Yeah, and that's how we became
0: with. friends.
1: Yeah, we met on the internet. On
0: the internet. So mm-hmm. what is it like now? It's just like it's fan mail. Mentions are just
1: yeah, a mess. <laughs> and I almost prefer it actually when people are mean to me.
0: I was just gonna say negative attention is um, just as good sometimes. It's feels. <laughs>
1: It's less disturbing to me somehow than people like DMing me a unsolicited praise.
0: Oh my god, I cannot I'd even imagine. Be, yeah, that's so cool. I mean, that's so cool. I would. That's like heaven for me. I think. Well, if it's not genuine, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I know, if it's, like it's
1: teens and stuff, I don't know who these people are. You know,
0: right because I
1: don't have access to them and they have access to me and that doesn't feel so good, I guess.
0: Interesting.
1: So, yeah. So now, I don't know. I guess I want to be validated more for, or the, the attend. I don't know.
0: Do you want to be validated from your partner? Or like, Yeah, or
1: in a normal, I think in a normal way. Yeah. I don't want to be neglected or
0: uh-huh. have. Well, do you need validation anymore? That now that you've like received it, so much of it, and like you know you you are validated, like I'm valid, you're valid. Um,
1: from interpersonally, yeah, I think I still do, and from people I respect, right, right. Which always which isn't meant more. by kind of the you know, the masses, yeah, you know, always,
0: yeah. But yeah, Feels I want good.
1: I don't want to be neglected. I don't want my partner to like withhold affection
0: from me, right no one does no I don't know why I, I end up with, kill myself <laughs> right I don't know why I end up I might with do so many of... crazy <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I remember there was this one time I was like hanging off of my fire, like wasted yeah because like, my boyfriend was like saying he was gonna leave <laughs> that was a really wow. long time ago and I was like and I was wasted and I don't drink anymore so I'm I'm Working on myself I would you never are. Do that or I don't Think I would allow myself to be That entwined with someone where I Depended On them for uh, everything yeah. But I feel like it kind boundaries. of Boundaries boundaries are so Important sometimes I take offense to them But they they're good You have to make them for yourself Yeah so yeah you end up I'm always on like the that. on the Other side of the boundary that right was, that's so being drawn <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god um wh- one boundary I have that was set for me is that I'm only allowed to text this person eight times a day uh. which I think is, is pretty good because I really uh I think about what I want to text him it's not um, just like off the cuff does that, that mean
1: individual texts or kind of well, like bursts of text periodically I I think it's Like, can you text him about eight different things or is it like eight bubbles? It's eight. It's eight bubbles. Okay.
0: It's eight bubbles. Okay. So I have to like really like make them count.
1: Yeah. Which is. Which is. They can be as long as you want. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Definitely. And emails are different, too. I could always email. You can always email. Mm -hmm. I love to. Oh, my God. I love an email. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: haven't sent an email in a while.
0: Oh, my God, shit. I just oh. remembered I wrote an email for somebody else to send to somebody. Oh. And I haven't... That's
1: a good service that you can offer people. Yeah.
0: I'm really, really, really good at apologizing to people. Yeah. Because, of course, I've had to do it so many Have times. Have you done
1: the AA amends? No. Step oh. Where you apologize to people? No, I haven't. As part of recovery. I,
0: I really haven't been... In keeping up with the steps, I, I, I maybe I should be. I just, I, I can't. It's, I have a hard time subscribing to, the dogma of yeah, yeah, sure. Because also, my goal was to like just like quit drinking. Yeah, you know, which seemed impossible to me at the time. Like at the time, and drinking like alcohol was ruining my life. I was like gonna jump off a fire escape. You know. Yeah like in my right mind I would that's insane but like drink drinking I would just be like a totally different person and um one time it was when four loco was legal mm-hmm. I got so blackout drunk that I said the meanest things to every single one of my friends like the worst most hurtful things wow. like I was just like that's rough sex. raging out and um I threw an apology party for all of them and um, wrote speeches for <laughs> each and every one of them. Well, it was another, like, way to make something all about me. Right. I so, had a bunch of attention from people. Yeah, so it was... But also, they were they were good apologies, and I, like... You meant them. I did. They were sincere. I, I did. Um, but I now offer a service that um, that I will write an apology for you because... I'm good at doing them.
1: That's the worst feeling.
0: Is like Wouldn't have to blacking
1: out and then knowing you did, mm-hmm. you said something horrible. Yeah, and you don't even totally you, remember. You what don't it remember. Is. Yeah, it's, and then your it's, boyfriend's just really mad at you. So
0: what? Mad? Like you? I. Yeah. You don't remember what you did last night, do you? Yeah. You don't remember. Cool. All right. Like, <laughs> and then you're like. Shh. <laughs> Ooh, like it must jog have my been, memory It must what have been I... pretty bad yeah. <gasps> Oh my god But I That's all That's all in the past
1: Well I mean I'm not sober You're not I mean I, I live with less resentment I think Good And that was really the You know the source of a lot of My problems I think
0: That's really good that you identify that And then
1: I would get drunk And then I would say Lash out Lash out I, Yeah Because of resentment
0: Right that's why communication is so important. It's true. I
1: have this book that's like on my. I bed was looking con- at it constantly. Earlier. Nonviolent communication. It looks
0: helpful. It is. Um, I'm like constantly telling like men that I'm involved with to <laughs> read, read it. it. <laughs> violently communicating with you? No, just like not communicating like at all. And then it's so hard. Men and then don't, the men aren't good thing, at stuff like that. They really, they really aren't. But whenever I like have them. I sit them down and, like, have a conversation with them. Things are just, like, so much better once we... I always preface it with, like, okay, we're in a fight right now. We're arguing Mm -hmm. things aren't good. Let's both write down the points that we want to make to each other and um, bring that to the conversation and really, like, hear each other out. And take... Um, responsibility for
1: your feelings exactly
0: yeah and and try to like meet each other in the middle and like see what the problem is and then and how to change it because usually if you just talk about it it's pretty easy it's just like don't do this anymore yeah but it's
1: hard to even know what you yeah what your feelings are sometimes or what you really want or need
0: yeah but if you're just like constantly communicative with your partner or anyone or I mean someone you care about you're in a relationship with I think like just as long as there's communication it'll be fine
1: I was um listening to a Marianne Williamson lecture today oh nice where she said that men um are hormonally averse to um being needed and that if you yeah (laughs) what that the diff she was like talking about the difference between desire and
0: need they like to be desired yeah so they're like you should never yeah seeking validation as well be needy oh yeah that's why they hate needy well yeah be like
1: viscerally repulsed by that kind of behavior which scared me
0: that is actually very scary to hear Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Hormonal. <laughs> Hormonal. Hormon- yeah, I was like, wow, that's really something.
1: And she's really wise. So. She is.
0: She. Totally. She's probably
1: had a lot of boyfriends, though.
0: Yeah, she's divorced. I wonder what her relationships were like. I know. It's so crazy. Um, she's so
1: busy. She I is. <laughs>
0: she is. She does so much.
1: She. I can't imagine her having time to be a partner to someone but yeah
0: okay. yeah that's, that's like a must be pretty good at it I feel like that might be just like compartmentalizing like your life though and I feel like you can't actually like have a relationship when like when you're Marianne Williamson when you're yeah when you're, yeah. When you're like doing lectures and running for president writing books and yeah. how are yeah how would you have I, I feel like it would the her partner would just have to sit back and be patient or something like um,
1: my need for validation hinders my relationships or It has I think for a while because I was so focused on mm-hmm. work and trying to accomplish things
0: yeah I think that's where I'm at right now I like have no desire to be with anyone at all that but must be
1: a yeah. Feeling, it's of.
0: really cool. It's so cool um to not have a terrible breakup on my horizon like nowhere near <laughs> that because I know so many couples breaking up during quarantine do and you? yeah, I do and it's oh my god. I can't imagine. So much crying. Like that sounds like
1: so intensely traumatic. Yeah, yeah. I started a new relationship during basically right before quarantine.
0: Yeah. How and how is that going? It's is there any?
1: Pretty th- good because we don't have any like we didn't go into it with any simmering hostility or resentment towards one another. Yeah,
0: you just like started living together
1: and in this very bracketed way of like we're getting through core.
0: Right, you know, like we're, we need each, we're here, We're doing this together. We did, very,
1: we did it very Soviet, just kind of like uh-huh. delegation of labor <sighs> and just like just trying to help one another like not be as minimally traumatized by by COVID as possible and having Do you that think, kind of goal. So I mean, there's no codependency
0: there. That's just like working together as a team. I guess so. Yeah. That's healthy.
1: Yeah. And we have, you know, we both have various emotional needs or we depend on one another for, to fulfill emotional needs. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel unhealthy. It just feels intense. But I think everything's intense
0: right now. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And that's why like these people's breakups are amplified. I can't imagine yeah my 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 friend uh he <laughs> he was like living back and forth um between here and berlin with his mm-hmm. <laughs> girlfriend and um she was at his apartment and they broke up and she what? like can't, she can't get go back, back to europe what are they exactly, supposed to do they're just living together why would broken you break up, up? In, uh, yeah why wouldn't you just like they just hate each other they hate each other and they live in the same apartment
1: that's a nightmare I
0: I know I know I know I feel so bad but also I'm so happy that do I don't know I I don't know I have to reach out to him he it's hard to get a hold of him because she doesn't let him like use his phone It's like a scary thing. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Hell on earth.
1: Yeah. No, relationships can go so wrong. And there's nothing like a horrible disease pandemic to really test people's... Yeah, seriously.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I'm glad it is working out for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll, you know, no hubris or anything about it, but we just... It kind of just put things into perspective in a way that I think was
0: healthy. Um, Yeah. No, that's cool. That's rare. You got lucky. I feel lucky. Um, yeah. You got lucky. It's still been hard.
1: You know. I think everyone's having a hard time.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if my- I
1: was alone, I would be smoking crack. I, think, <laughs> sure. I like. Don't, no. I doubt mean, I'm. Mind. I'm
0: constant. That's why I've just been like working on. Did you see all those post-its like on, yeah. around my computer? Those Everyone's are all the things into... that I'm working on right now. So I've just been like... You're being so productive. I get Well, I, I'm trying to be. I yeah. feel like I'll never be as productive as I want to be. Um, But that's just like a workaholic. But you're trending towards productivity yeah. and that's good. Yeah, I guess so. And yeah, I've been working on my inner life, which has been really rewarding actually.
1: What are you doing...
0: I've been doing a lot of ballet, which is like my, I think ballet is my first true love. Yeah, I use that um, bookshelf as a bar, and I use the chair as a bar. You look great. Thank you. I mean, I haven't done it in a while. Do you watch videos, or do you just kind of freestyle? I I do this one routine that I saw um, on a YouTube video, and then I just listen to, like, various, like, pop ballet bar playlists cool. on spotify because there's a lot because it has to be like count, like short counts of eight and stuff i really miss going to the gym yeah that's, yeah that's been a big impediment in my life i know i'm so excited to or like i yearn and i want to go to like ballet classes and like yeah see people like working out in the home is hard Definitely, and it, it's like it's embarrassing. Motivate, yeah. And if sp- yeah.
1: in front of my partner, I don't want him to watch. Me yeah. do Pilates. Yeah, and so gay and I know,
0: I, I know. I don't want
1: I don't want to subject anyone to that.
0: I feel like I've been doing ballet though, um, because it um, encourages me to like change my outfit and wear the cute clothes, yes. which is such an important part of like surviving quarantine. Is like getting dressed. I know so many people who just like have given up on doing that and Absolutely. that's really that's you know, yeah the, I've been
1: doing been wearing more makeup than ever cool I'm like cool yeah the full face wow I just have the time now is the
0: time <laughs> to learn how to contour finally
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah I've been yeah I've been doing skincare and outfits and stuff and again, what that, that has been beneficial. what have you and what be- it's been beneficial
0: yeah I've been doing so much skin care too except I kind of broke out today because of the, the masks mask
1: knee mm-hmm.
0: the masks I should it's do It's real it. yeah
1: I didn't wear one on my way over here
0: it's too hot
1: it's not I don't think the masks are gonna last honestly it's and so joggers, wearing it like they don't wear they them don't at wear all them, so I like, know they're and they're like huffing and puffing I all know over. And I'm just like walking. If yeah. I walk past someone, I hold I hold my breath.
0: Same, me too, me too. Can't we just
1: all agree to do that, right? That would,
0: yeah. Wait, so the the mayor should say something about that about holding your breath. Uh, yeah, Cuomo, please. <laughs> yeah, be reasonable. I was wearing the mask today, and it was so hot. It's, it was disgusting. disgusting. Yeah,
1: it's like wearing a diaper on your face. Ew. Okay. That's well, gross. It is. It That's is. It feels to me.
0: Yeah, it's it's gross. Anyway, I took the mask off today and I had a mask off. brand new pimple mm. for the first time during quarantine because I've been I had I've had tons of time to do my skincare routine. Yeah, it's like a three hour long thing now.
1: We're all gonna come out of this better better off
0: yeah yeah i hope so i hope people I was doing are...
1: a lot of ketamine <laughs> when quarantine first happened it was really traumatic it was and like really scary
0: it when it was first happening I,
1: 15 i thought it was going to be 15 days to slow the spread so i just was yeah. like i'll go on a 15 day yeah just Bender, like whatever uh-huh and then a month went by and I was still on a bender and I didn't, yeah. my life was unmanageable. <laughs> <Yeah. Aww. laughs> I'm glad you, um, admit it. But now I'm, yeah, I've got that
0: under control. That's cool. I like ketamine. I miss ketamine. It's a really cool drug. I know. It's crazy how it's like different every single time you do it. It's like a different experience.
1: Yeah. it's It has variations yeah. on a theme for sure.
0: Yeah. Um like I you really want a different kind of music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure, in the theme. Uh, uh,
1: I would just do it. I mean, I was doing re- uh, kind of a lot before quarantine too and I would just do it alone in my room and sometimes
0: Yeah, that's when things get bad. I would
1: have these, you know, out of body experiences where I would just kind of see myself like crumpled in the corner of my Chinatown apartment. Oh like, my god.
0: <laughs> That's like so comatose,
1: bleak. basically, and be like, Damn, "Yeah, because like, that's what you sad. look like when you're on yeah. ketamine." Yeah, like if someone walked in right now, it would be like a mm-hmm. truly bleak. Oh my sight.
0: god! <laughs> I'm glad you've gotten that under control. I mean, it's I- not addictive. It's not physically. It's not. They say weed is not addictive, too. But of course, it is. I know the it's weed a gateway have- drug. I feel
1: like they base that research on like weed from the 70s. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, drug. I feel I feel like I can get addicted to anything though I'm uh,
1: getting pretty fucked up on edibles
0: really mm-hmm. that's I'm afraid the thing of with those
1: core, what's so hard about sobriety and core for me is that it's like I just need to s- feel differently I don't need, I need to know absolutely necessarily. different just like let's to like get fucked up let's to not be sober. Gears. yeah like, let's just have a different kind of experience no
0: for sure and like
1: But my boyfriend doesn't drink really, so that's That's, also been good. That's really good. He's not sober,
0: but it's like I'm not. I don't. He's one of those. He just like doesn't drink. Jewish. Wow, that I would love to be one of those. So I don't get
1: super drunk because that seems Mm -hmm. annoying. Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) for sure. Yeah, I I mean, I was just, like, always getting drunk in my room alone every single night and, like, crying and, like, acting insane and posting crazy shit to the internet. I like to treat myself to the old full bottle of wine sometimes. Oh, yeah, but I was doing that every single night, like, every night and not telling people about it. Yeah. And that's when, yeah. That's rough. That's when things...
1: Congrats on not drinking It's a huge deal
0: Thank you Dasha I've never been able to I never thought I never thought I would Be able to pull it off But I I've gotten really good at uh, How do you Finding things to do How do you
1: sleep? You just Um, just Sit with your thoughts
0: Okay (laughs) That's what I'm scared of I mean yeah That's the hardest Shittiest part About being sober but um, a technique that I learned is you go over your entire day you -hmm. could eat like in your head or you can even like write it down and you go over it and accept that it happened and then you just like push it out of your mind And then um, I listen to subliminals to help me fall asleep. And I listen to some subliminals that, uh, like, make me go lucid or, yeah, like, that kind of stuff, like, cool dream stuff. I guess that's my version of getting fucked up now. Yeah,
1: it's a different state, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but people claim to get to that state meditating. I
1: can't. Yeah. I don't. uh, Well, I don't particularly... (laughs) <laughs> want to think about my day because again because of quarantine most of my days are kind of yeah, fucked up and for weird, sure. and i don't want to be like oh then you smoked weed and sat around for eight hours yeah <laughs> then you sat in the chair then you sat on the couch then you walked around yeah
0: there are some days i don't even leave the apartment at all Same. Oh, my God. I hate this.
1: (laughs) And it was when it was cold. It was. It was fine when it was cold. No problem. Yeah.
0: And now it's hot as hell. and I don't have an AC. It also sucks. Oh, an AC. That is what men are good for, too. Ugh. Carrying. Yeah. Installing. Uh Uh-huh. Yep.
1: I don't even know how to drive, so.
0: Yeah. Jesus. I really
1: need a man in my life. (laughs) Yeah. But they like.
0: I feel Maybe like I they like being helpful I yeah. mean we can't Install our own AC, But you have to
1: like trick them into Helping you and not Being too needy
0: Right yeah, yeah. well okay So do you see that painting on my wall Yeah <laughs> It's like a pink blot. Yeah well it's um they're supposed to be the Ben and Jerry's Cows can you see it No okay well it's um Abstract yeah. conceptual Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, so I bought that painting under the condition that my friend, who is a man who knows how to use tools, mm-hmm. would hang um, this uh bar from my – just like to drill thing, anchors yeah. into the wall for me. And I was like, you understand that you are coming over to drill anchors into the wall, and yes. I will buy a painting from you also. But like this is the real reason go. that – You need to do this. Um, But yeah, it was me like buying his art. Well, your room looks great. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I have a a Dan Allegretto original. Adorable. Oh, actually, I traded with Dan some of my sleeping pills. Gabapentin, non-addictive. Yeah. And he gave me that drawing. That's sweet.
1: Yeah, I take Xanax, but I don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I take Klonopin, but I'm prescribed it and i know that a lot of uh, that is an addictive one so it's xanax i'm prescribed it as well and i don't get
1: a ton so yeah same i have to use it sparingly which
0: Mm -hmm. is probably for the best yeah xanax is i guess crazy the the only times i've taken xanax i i just like found myself doing the weirdest things like I would black out and then like I would be braiding a rug or something. Wow. Yeah. Were you drinking as well? I because must have been. The, that's yeah. when I would
1: really say out of pocket shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Mm. Um, um, I guess you can have, no, you dr- you're just dependent on drugs. Codependency. The idea is, is I still don't really understand it.
1: It's complicated because
0: it is. It
1: refers, yeah, because you can be a codependent person, but it seems like what codependency really describes is like a specific relationship dynamic.
0: Yeah, because co, like two. Yeah, it makes it seem like you
1: both are codependent, but I guess one person, the codependent one, is the one who's being more self-sacrificing, and the codependent one is the one who's basing their life around this other person and the other person is sort of using them. But you as a, the codependent partner I think is almost disposable because the person on whom they depend could kind of get anyone to dote on them because they're a narcissist.
0: Okay. So code. So people with codependent tendencies, like they uh, attract narcissists. Is that, that's I think that's the,
1: that's the idea. I
0: think that's what my therapist was trying to tell yeah, me.
1: That you attract that narcissists I, into your life with your attention seeking behavior. Uh,
0: yes. And that they in turn I and that's,
1: trigger you.
0: Yeah. And it's just like not healthy and I need to break the cycle of People with seeking.
1: codependency are more likely to attract further abuse from aggressive individuals such as those with BPD or n- narcissism. More likely to stay in stressful jobs or relationships. Um, it's a pattern, I guess, is, what wow. the, is really what the problem is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I see that it's crazy that she like found the root of it in my attention seeking behavior, or it comes from my need for validation, like anywhere I could get it, because I didn't get enough of it as a child or something. Right. Um. It was just yeah. Therapists are so obsessed with relating everything back to your childhood, but it, usually that's the reason.
1: I mean, it's just now I'm looking at dependent personality disorder, which is characterized by pervasive psychological dependence on other people. Isn't like that? Yeah. Isn't it normal to depend? It's normal to depend on other people.
0: Yeah. Well, I've I've been on a for a while like you can't rely on anyone but yourself sort of thing yeah but but that's like kind of a cynical way to live but also I yeah when she called me codependent I was like I'm the most independent person I know yeah like aside from like my attention seeking behaviors and like begging men to do things for me, like install an AC or whatever. there's only so much you can do. I'll never install an AC. No, no. There's like water in them. (laughs) They're heavy. They're heavy, and like you have to go out the window.
1: Yeah, that's... Women shouldn't have to do stuff like that. Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That's... I find... I don't know my ther- I haven't been in therapy for a few years but something I came away with from my therapist who was very helpful was that my real problem is that I pathologize everything excessively like I talk about being codependent or having separation anxiety or like I make everything into this like about problem about how sick I sick and mentally ill I am and actually like I'm just going through a normal range of human experiences and but you. Maybe I'm an intense
0: person, but I don't think I'm like. But you sick. amplify it in your head, like you. Um, yeah. Obsess over it, maybe? Or just the you, way that
1: I frame it and identify with it and talk about it is very right, like right, right. pathologizing when it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Like reading about, you know, dependent personality disorder, I'm like, oh my God, I probably have that because right. I need people. But it's like, no, I have healthy attachments. In my life, uh-huh. the way that, but yeah, that people he, ought to, I guess. Because then the flip side is, then you have avoidant personality disorder, where you can't get close to anyone, and you I know, hope
0: I don't have that. I don't think you do.
1: Yeah, and it's just that line
0: is really just a matter of like perspective. Do you think there's an avoidant personality disorder anonymous group?
1: <laughs> well, slaw <laughs> includes all that stuff
0: avoidant people
1: yeah sexual anorexics
0: that's a th- that's that's a thing people who like
1: yeah avoid relationships and intimacy on purpose also go to slaw because it's like also a kind of oh. it's a real mixed bag
0: wow in my experience wow like, maybe i'll have, check like, one of these meetings sex
1: addicts then you have love addicts and fantasy addicts intrigue addicts i'm I really identified with being an intrigue addict.
0: What is an intrigue? It's where
1: you're like kind of always sort of stirring up. um, Will we or won't we kind of intrigue in your life? Whoa. As opposed to having stable attachments. Wow. You like always need to be like flirting with someone or having some kind of transgressive or intriguing scenario play out I mean yeah that everyone likes that
0: but of course yeah it but like I a little see, intrigue yeah yeah <laughs> but I can see but yeah that you'll never becoming be happy a problem mm-hmm. if you're
1: truly addicted to intrigue right you'll, you'll never get enough
0: <laughs> right and that's why like all addi- that's like with all addictions right you'll never ever get enough. That's scary, and that's why mad people, you know, are miserable or die and overdose <laughs> and all of that. Yeah, I guess in a way that is when you get enough. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Damn. <laughs> yeah.
1: But intimacy is not. But like you that. can
0: you can be addicted to good things, right?
1: Well, like intimacy is a good thing. Yeah,
0: it is a good thing. But that's you can. But it can easily become a.
1: Exactly. Anything in excess can be. Yeah, I you know, guess it's good just um, exercising is a good thing, and then it know, become it, it can become people a huge get issue. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, I get bound like drawing. You can get addicted to anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it's the hardest thing to like do anything in moderation. Well, if well, you're not, for if me, you're an yeah, for me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that I, w- that's, I wonder
0: what it's like to not be an addict. Like I, honestly, can't even imagine.
1: I don't think you're even necessarily codependent. I just think that you, are, addictive. Yeah. So that's why your relationships are, intense.
0: Yeah, and and, what you need. and the attention seeking, the attention thing. and the
1: validation is another form of addiction rather than right a kind of because you've had have you ever had a healthy relationship.
0: <laughs> um. yeah I have so I have you're not doomed I'm not doomed I've had a few healthy relationships m- m- for the most part though now
1: Paris and I had a really helpful, healthy relationship oh I love Paris I, love Paris I can't too. believe you got
0: him to commit because he's like <laughs>
1: such a well, we were younger then yeah but I was really jealous because
0: he was such a whore he <laughs> Paris there's, There's always girls the coming
1: out of the woodwork. Yeah,
0: well, I, where right. does he find these pe- these women? <laughs> like constantly, they love him. The they ladies really love do. him. He's they, adorable. And he is. He uh, has a great spirit. He does. I love Paris so, so much. If I like didn't think of him as a brother, I would be in love with him for he sure. He was a really good boyfriend, actually. He I was very imagine.
1: caring and. My bike got stolen, and he would ride me on his handlebars
0: for like four months. Oh, he used to he used to ride me home from the bars so on the handlebars. So sweet, yeah, yeah. No one's ever done that, but Paris. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good at it. He's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, we he, love you, Paris. Has he been on the pod? He has. He was on with Anna um, last Jan or I this January signed. before quarantine happened. I can't believe we're still living like this. It's gonna be a while. And like, if even if we get out and like go to the beach or like.
1: No, that's the thing. Is it's not even about.
0: Like, bar- people will be upset, and like, we're not allowed, and it's just.
1: Yeah, it's m- not even about what we can or can't do. It's like we have to talk about it constantly, and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's oppressive, metaphysically. It
0: really is more. It truly than that, is actually. like.
1: the the spirit of it is really oppressive and that's something that i would even like if we were quarantined on and off like forever mm-hmm. i'd almost be fine with it if we just didn't have to fucking talk about how weird it is right and eventually we will We'll stop being like weird yeah times, it'll, huh? it'll, and that'll be better that'll i think then
0: yeah we just like that we just have to just adapt like confused, to this. liminal that's, nightmare which is really scary and sad actually the uncertainty yeah is
1: really the hard part if I like even knew with certainty that it was gonna last forever that would be easier than just like fuck
0: I kind of feel like it is gonna last forever
1: I think things will be different forever but it won't be like this yeah it'll be like
0: 9-11 right I wasn't here for nine eleven. But I, I mean, like, young,
1: but, yeah. we'll never go to the airport the same way after 9-11. Right. We'll never, like, right. I don't know, wash our hands the same
0: way. <laughs> there will ne- the, like, salad bars aren't going to be a thing. Those are Forget done. Forget about it. Karaoke. Oh, my God. We'll never do
1: karaoke again. So unhygienic. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff that... that just,
0: like, w- will cease to exist. Yeah. Complimentary hotel breakfast. Not anymore. Wow. Which I loved. Yeah. Who doesn't love a Continental? (laughs) The little cereal boxes.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, the film industry is going to be really different. Yeah. So, super interesting. Close quarters. Wild. I feel lucky in a way to be in post for my movie now. Mm hmm. And that I finished it when I did, cause
0: Yeah, that's good. When does it
1: come out? Um, I don't know. See that's the thing, there won't be film festivals probably this year. Oh my god. So I was gonna my plan was to try and go to Venice or something and uh-huh. now I don't know, it might just be advantageous to just like release it on, on Shutter or Amazon yeah. or whatever. Um, so that way people would just at least really see it. Uh-huh. But I still I really was attached to the fantasy of like the, the premiere yeah, and the Q and A and everyone's of course validating me and telling me what a good job mm-hmm. I did. No, I mean that's the internet just hits different for sure. Doesn't feel as good.
0: Yeah, who doesn't love a premiere <laughs> <laughs> or like an opening or? Yeah, it's like everyone celebrates. It's like a recital or something.
1: Exactly
0: a ballet recital mm-hmm. maybe you
1: could do a ballet recital when score is over
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we were thinking about having a talent show at like this park with this like stage that never is used in bedsty billy or billy oh my god Whoa. who the hell is billy billy. Who's I, billy i don't know anyone named billy i meant to say Louie okay. wants to um have a f- just like have a festival that would be fun yeah and just like do it But not really tell anyone.
1: Yeah. I think people are doing stuff and just not telling anyone. Yeah. And that's kind of nice, actually. It's cool. To be discreet, I think, is an interesting development.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like Paris was going to, like, secret parties for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I didn't get invited to anybody. Me neither. (laughs) Must be nice. Illegal secret parties. Yeah like speakeasies yeah I mean that would be I heard about those it might be like the 20s again yeah the
1: old 20s right <laughs> the new the new to the screaming 20s yeah <laughs> the screaming 20s <laughs> the dying 20s
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well on that note so neither of us are codependent I
1: think we've Figured it out. Okay, cool. Um, perfect. I just think it's like borderline. You know, it's like an overdiagnosed, yeah, pathologized kind of a- female trait, female behavior. Absolutely. Yeah, like too needy, and like everything is in a range, kind of of healthy to unhealthy. Uh
0: huh. I al- I also think bipolar is misdiagnosed and
1: healthy somewhere in the middle, and you can be you know avoidant or right, avoidant. dependent and like everyone's kind of on a spectrum the of that spectrum. depending on the context and like situations that they find themselves in
0: I feel like we should probably just take online quizzes to see.
1: <laughs> yeah I think psychiatry I, can
0: I think that like it's the most accurate way to find out if you're codependent or avoidant I think yeah that's a good idea yeah Maybe
1: I'll, we'll That's that. another A good core activity To really learn oh, about Oh for sure studies. I haven't done any quizzes In a while I took an autism quotient Would, quiz Yeah I scored very low Me too very I was not. surprised Because we're ENFPs It's true We're like Yeah Because we Very not autistic we're Yeah like
0: We love too Talking enf- with the people Yeah Being the center feeling, of attention Feeling too much And feeling Yeah Crying and Yeah All of that I like being an ENFP Me too They're fun. They are fun. Absolutely. (laughs) They're also known for being like the most like disorganized people. Manic pixie. Yep. Yeah. Archetype. God, I could talk about that. There's worse things to be. Yeah. The Um, evil stepmother. I'm a
1: little low energy to be truly manic, I think, but I'm somewhere around
0: that idea yeah oh my god I can't even think about that right now <laughs> okay. I'm like currently in a weird situation I'm sure that. but anyway I guess well, we should wrap it up here great. so we got to the bottom of whether or not we're codependent and we're, not. And we're not we're not ready to date yeah <laughs> we're yeah. ready for the perfect person to yeah
1: be our life partner
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much, Dasha. Thanks, Al. Uh, This has been a great episode. Another episode of Al Anonymous. Thank you for tuning in. Ciao.